안녕하세요. You are listening to Ginger and Ginseng from Mighty Fortress Press, where through our stories, we hope to energize and encourage and entertain all the families out there. This is Sharon, your ginger. This is Eunice, your Ginseng. And today we are talking about what it's like being married to a Korean-American versus being married to a 한국 사람, a Korean-Korean. I'm talking about fob, like fresh off the 비행기. Yes, so we're talking about our husbands. Yes, Yes, because you're married to a Korean-American. I am. And I'm married to a Korean-Korean. And we are both second-generation Korean-American women. That's right. And you know what, Sharon? I never would have imagined in a million years, having been born here Mm -hmm. and having been raised here, that I would ever end up with a Korean fob. It still boggles my mind today. Like, how did I end up with a Korean fob? I don't know. How did you end up with a Korean fob? I'm dying to know. Oh, okay. So how did you guys meet? So my senior year, I went to USC, and I did the summer, I did the fall exchange program to Yonsei. Okay. And when I went there, on the first day of class, I went to ping pong, and he was there. So I met him in in ping pong class. What is ping pong class? Yes. But okay, go on. It's a physical physical education, PE. I met him there. Okay. And he ended up becoming the class rep. In Korean, it's called panjang. He ended up being the class rep because he won a game of kawi bawi bo. Rock, paper, scissor, and he became the class president or class rep. And I had to stay afterwards because I had to negotiate with the professor um, that because I'm doing this Korean class, uh, that I don't have to write the Korean the report of ping pong history in Korean. Like I needed help. So anyway, I stayed afterwards, and because he was a Korean rep, he was the rep of the class. We ended up talking, and we saw the next day at modern Korean history class, and I asked him to sit next to me, and we just hit it off. Ooh, we ended you... up um, having lunch together afterwards, had coffee afterwards, started hanging out naturally as friends. Did he think that you liked him when you were like, hey, sit next to me, Panjang? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Like, I'm just really friendly with everyone, okay. so I didn't give off that flirty vibe. Okay. But we started hanging out, and what ended up happening was, uh, after a couple weeks, he took me to a Korean cafe. Mm-hmm. And I remember I put a pillow on my stomach, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like getting a little bit romantic. And I, and he, and he said, he's had on Quebec to me. He DTR'd, defined the relationship. Had on Quebec. This is turning into a K drama. Yeah, and he said in Korean, he said, 처음에는 동생으로 봤는데 이제는 여자로 본다. Right, which means in the beginning I saw you as my little cute little sister, yes. but now I see you as a woman. And then I asked him. Which Korean drama line did you pull it from? <laughs> I love that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he swears like he did not like pull it from anywhere. That it was, you know, that he made, well, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. But, um, and then I rejected him that day because oh, in my sad. mind, I was like, well, I'm going to go back to the United States. He's a Korean Korean. He's going to live sure. his life here. So it didn't make sense to me that we would go out because we would end up breaking up. Yeah. So I rejected him. But then we ended up dating mm-hmm. because I didn't want to lose him. And then we, yeah, and then the rest is sort of history. So how long have you guys been married now? We've been married 10 years, just ten like you. Years. You're yes, 10 years, that's too. right. Our 10 year is coming up. We're, we're both born in 83, and we've both been married for 10 years, and we both have two kids. We're twins. <laughs> Twinsies. <laughs> um, so what's it like being married to a, a Korean? Korean? I mean, 
like in-law relationship so i forget is your parents hus- is your parents family uh sorry is your husband's family still in korea or have they moved to the states they're still in korea so when they do visit us once a year normally mm-hmm. they stay with us in our house so that's been how's that that it's interesting okay <laughs> no it's great <laughs> Uh, one of the things that I really like living with a Korean fob is that I get to hear Korean news. Mm-hmm. He's like my walking Korean dictionary. I get to listen to Korean music because he always has it turned on. Oh, okay. Uh, I get to listen to a lot of 90s because he was, 90s was really big when he was in high school. And yeah. You, I love 90s K-pop, yes, 90s, by the way. Yeah, we were probably in junior high school around that time. Yes. But he always introduces me to a lot of great Korean music. Mm-hmm. And I watch a lot of Korean shows like Nanun Kasuda or Nengjango Putake. I love that or show. Movies like Napun Namja is another one he introduced me to. So he Mm -hmm. he always has like the, all the contemporary movies that come out that Mm -hmm. have really great reviews we'll watch them together. Mm -hmm. So I think that's cool. I I never would have probably sought that out on my own. Sure. So I think that's great. And I think um, the other thing is, yeah, Korean food. We eat a lot of Korean food together. He loves making Korean food. um, And uh, and he's a really great cook. How old was he when he moved to the States? He came at 30. Oh, like as 33? a full-on adult. Yes, he came as so a full-on So that means, did he do Korean military service? He did do Korean military service. He went service. to the Kunde. He did go, he did go to Kunde. He went and uh, he did ROTC, so he was a lieutenant. Okay. And when he was in the military, we were just friends, mm-hmm. right? We weren't waiting for each other. Um, but uh, after he was about to finish the Kunde, he uh, sent me flowers on my 24th birthday when I was studying abroad in the UK at that time. And we oh, sort of, we were just friends, so and then we kind of hit it off. Yeah, we, we talked on Skype for two and a half years, for the mm-hmm. next two and a half years, and then we got married when I was 26 years old. Was Kunde so hard, and was he lonely that he thought of his Dongseng Eunice and <laughs> sent you flowers? I mean, what made him send you flowers all of a sudden? Well, he says that he always liked me, and he kept, he kept me in the back of his mind, yeah. right? Um, and also the fact that he kept meet any women in Kunde too, sure. I, I think also helped out with that. Can I ask a cheesy K-drama question? Sure. It's like a K-drama fantasy question. When he was in the military, did you write letters to him? <laughs> I did write one or two letters to him. Okay. And he told me that the letters that he did receive were really special. Aww. And he actually said it was really funny because a mailman comes through mm-hmm. uh, into the into the room and there's a whole bunch of guys there, right? The soldiers there. Yeah. And they'll be like, Kim Ayun, which is my husband's name. Mm-hmm. Nukuya. Oh. Nukuya. And I love like that. they'll sort of make a big the hoot and holler over yes. it. So yeah, I think he has a lot of good memories about it. Oh. I wish I wrote more letters. You have yeah. this like machine and kunde husband, kinda like uh <laughs> Nova. Descendants of the Sun, very um but you're not a doctor. <laughs> okay, so I did fulfill my K-drama fantasy of okay. marrying an opa. That is very true. Uh-huh. But, but, you forget that your opa, after 10 years, turns into a Korean ajashi. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yes, it's great that it's, like, so funny. great stuff. Yeah. Being married to Korean is so fun. Mm-hmm. At the same time, just to, like show the other side of it he wanted korean food all the time he wanted korean food for breakfast he mm-hmm. asked for korean food for breakfast oh. like pab and kuk for breakfast he wasn't happy with a toast or just a coffee or a bagel mm-hmm. like pab and kuk mm-hmm. he needed pab and kuk in the morning mm-hmm. so we did have 
a lot of conversation and just like tension and fights because I couldn't deliver that to him every、mm-hmm. morning. Right? So I have these sort of stereotypes in my head when I think about what it's probably like being married to a Korean Korean, and a lot of these stereotypes stem from me watching Korean dramas, especially back in the nineties. Right. So. When I think of the doting Korean wife, I think of the husband comes home and the doting wife in the apron and the dress follows him upstairs. She helps him take off his suit jacket.、Uh-huh. She hangs up his jacket, and then she says in a loving voice, "Yabo, your cook is ready downstairs." That's、uh-huh. what I picture. Like, are those the types of expectations of your husband when he comes home from work, or does he have those types of? Well, you just talked about cook in the morning, right? Yeah. But anything like that, or am I totally making this up? No, I. I mean, I watch the same Korean dramas. Luckily, my husband, he does not demand that. Sure.、Uh, but we did have our number of fights、mm-hmm. that we worked out、mm-hmm. um, about food. Food was the one thing we fought a lot about because he had his own romantic notions of what he wanted. That paben cook every morning and paben cook in the evening,、mm-hmm. and not just paben cook. There had to be a protein dish, and not just one, a stew, and I mean maybe like five, six different panchans.、Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, I couldn't deliver all that, and that was really. Stressful for me, but now, thank God, after six years of him living in the states,、sure. he likes bang now. He goes, oh, yojime bang masal. You know, I like to eat bang now, so I'm like, thank the Lord, praise Jesus. Like, you can now have bagels in the morning. So we don't fight about that. He doesn't demand that, and actually, he's gotten a lot better. So I'm really proud of him. I think there's an 85 degrees bakery somewhere by your house. There is. You can get a lot of bang for your husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you know, my husband and I. Yes, I was just wanna. I wanted to ask you, how did you meet your husband? Yeah. And what's it like marrying and living with a Korean American? So we're both Korean Americans. My husband is born and raised in California. Okay. But I actually grew up in the Midwest, so we're a little bit Midwest where? Oh, Chicago. Okay. So we're a little bit, you know, different in that sense. But my husband and I met in California. Um, right after college, after I graduated, one of my girlfriends invited me out to her church, and so it happened to be Thanksgiving Sunday. Which now that I think about it, we've come full circle. Uh huh.、Um, but you know, the church was having a potluck, and so we grabbed a plate of food and we're looking for a place to sit. And my girlfriend's like, "Let's sit here." So I plopped down, and at our table was my husband and his best friend. Okay. So just naturally, we just started talking and. I think for me at least, it was instant attraction.、Aww. I saw my husband from across the table. I thought he was good looking. I thought he was so funny, and I bet it was also a bit of like me being like 22 and him being that oppa. And、okay. I was, I think, oh, so he's an oppa too. He's an oppa. We're four、okay. years apart. And do you think, call him oppa? Of course not. What? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> not. No, I do not call him oppa.、Um, and so. Does he want to ever ask you to call him?、Oppa? I don't think so because he has a younger sister and she calls him Oppa, and I think that is kind of safe for them. Okay, I do not. I have an older brother too, but I do not call my own older brother Oppa.、Oh, you don't call him Oppa, okay? I mean, we grew up in the Midwest, so yeah, it just didn't happen. But because of that reason, I never called older guy friends Oppa. Yeah, just does not come out naturally. But anyways, that's how we met. And after this Thanksgiving potluck, I was driving home, and in next to me was my girlfriend. And I turned to her、uh-huh. and I said, "Nah, kechigoso." Oh, you yo! <laughs> <laughs> and so, pretty much in English, it's like, "Girl, keep your paws off of it."、Yeah. Right? I, you know, I spit on that one. You know, he's mine,、oh、my right?、Gosh. And so, we still laugh about it to this day because we're now all married and we're ajamas now, right? But 
What's the point? Wow, there's of... a fire in you. Oh, you should say that now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, Eunice, what's the point of jiggling a guy when you don't even see him? So, my husband at that time was in investment banking, which means he traveled a lot and he worked so much. Yes. So, I only saw him maybe once a month at okay. church. He just okay. did not make it out a lot. And so, it took kind of like a solid year to finally, like, like build a relationship with him. And how did you build a relationship with him? During that year, I became really close with his best friend. His best friend? <laughs> And his best friend at that time is fiance. Oh my gosh, you used the best playbook. You used the best friend to get to the boy that you liked. Okay, I don't like to admit that. <laughs> I don't like to admit that because we have a That's genuine fantastic. we have a genuine friendship to this day. But, you know, I'll never forget the day when his best friend was like, "Hey, you should date my friend." And I was playing all coy and shy like I think I remember him. I think I see him sometimes. Uh-huh. But inside, I'm like, yes, make it happen. <laughs> And so, you know, just through that, us my being, plans have all come yeah, true. Yeah. So after all <laughs> hanging out together, you know, the four of us, we ended up. You know, my husband asked me out on a first date, okay. and then you know, the rest is just history. Aww. But that's how we met. But you know what's funny is um. Subtle differences between a Midwest Korean and a California Korean. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, where we did not have access to a lot of good food. It's okay. so different now, but I didn't get a lot of good Korean food. I didn't get a lot of good ethnic food. So when I started dating my husband, and mind you, this is right out of college. It's like he, you know what? He was like Aladdin. He showed me like a whole new world of food, culinary adventure. Yes. I can show you the world I of culinary the world of culinary adventure. <laughs> and so he'd take me to these restaurants, like an Argentinian restaurant that was like one of our first dates, and it's just so mushy so because I've never had this type of food before. And you know, when I met his parents, his parents are also foodies, and they took us to this nice restaurant. And they, the restaurant served escargot. Have you ever had escargot? I have. Okay. I did. For me, I thought this is going to be like a scene straight out of Pretty Woman, where like the snail, I can't deshell it, so it's going to go like flying, and a server is going to catch it. <laughs> so when they ordered escargot, it's almost like my heart started beating. And when the waiter came out, he had. The escargot, it was already deshelled and it was just sitting in the oh, sauce. Good. And I was like, "Thank you, Jesus!" Like I just have to like you know pick it up with a fork and eat it. No embarrassing Julia Roberts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, um, so when you, huh? You so you married your husband? Yes. My stereotype of a Korean American is that they know that these old school Korean Ajishi gender norms do not apply, and that. I my, I would assume that you guys, like I think if I had married a Korean American guy, that we would have fought less and negotiated. We have to negotiate less about having to do more fifty fifty household chores. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I don't know if it's so much about what generation you are. I think that's different per marriage. So, for example, my husband and I both have busy corporate lives and we travel, and I think there's just this. Understanding where it is fifty-fifty when it comes to the household. I think my husband steps wow, it up, uh-huh. and that's just know, like that. He just knows that, so there was no like having to negotiate that. I mean, there was having to negotiate that very early in our marriage, but as the chores and the household duties increase once you have kids, I think he just knows it is fifty-fifty. I mean, if he doesn't know, it's probably because I'm yelling about it,、uh-huh. you know. But I don't know, Eunice, if that's so much of a of Korean Korean versus Korean American. Because let me tell you this: I have plenty of Korean American girlfriends that complain about their Korean American husbands not doing、Are、enough around、serious? the house. Are you serious? You're telling me that they have Korean American husbands,、yes. but they still act like Korean ajushis. 
Even though they were born and raised here. Pretty much. And I think it's what they grew up with, to be honest. You know, if, you know, some men have moms that did everything and the dad did not lift a finger, you know, maybe that's the way they grew up. Maybe that carries into the marriage. I'm not too sure. But I think, you know, going back to your breakfast story. Yeah. Does your (laughs) husband, did your husband ever ask you to make Pabin cook for him in the morning? What does your husband No, I feel like if I'm eating Pabin cook in the morning, which sometimes I do, right? But I think he looks at me kind of strange like that. you're eating for breakfast you know no my husband just like takes a banana or like a granola bar or sometimes he doesn't eat breakfast but for dinner i know look at me clapping i know that's like so easy that's so wonderful but for dinner i mean my husband loves korean food and he grew up with coming home and there's a hot korean meal i do think he kind of expects it and appreciates when there's a korean meal on the table right yeah yes but you know, my husband is really good at doing balle. Like, he, he does laundry better than me. So, we do share um, the household tasks a lot. Yeah. Okay, so my... I do the balle, but my husband takes out the trash. Okay. Which is really nice. Who takes the trash in your... My husband. I just... I really don't like... I like doing trash duty. Who does hargoji? Uh, I do majority of the hargoji. Okay. So, it's kind of like I do the cooking, and I do the dishes, and he does things like, yeah, the laundry and taking the trash out. I see. Yeah. Um, so going back to your relationship, I mean, how was it for your husband moving to the States, assimilating? Um, how was it for him being so far apart, far away from his family? Um, I think it was, I have a, I think it was, well, he loves living in the United States. Okay. And when he was in Korea, um, I think the final goodbyes that he had with his parents was the hardest part, mm-hmm. like when he was finally immigrating here. Mm-hmm. And when he immigrated here, he said that was the first time he actually saw his father cry at That's the airport. Sad. Because even though they knew that they would be seeing each other, um, that it was kind of like a final sort of, you know, yeah. and I think that was the, the hardest part of marrying a Korean-American person. And I'm really grateful um, for my in-laws of of sort of giving their son to me mm, and I'm, mm-hmm. that's why I try to be extra nice to them yeah. and I'm really grateful and I try to do my best to be the best married to them when you first met your in-laws how did they feel about their son being in a relationship with a Korean American I think no they were generally supportive they were supportive. My mother-in-law, she really liked, she chigod me as her remedy, oh. I think. So she was a really big fan of me, and I'm really grateful, you know, that I had that sort of support in the background. Mm-hmm. My, hu- my husband always tells me, oh, my mom, she always liked you from the very start. Oh. And so, wow. not so like other person. You. Yes, yes. I, really, I really did appreciate that. Do you think she extends more grace and understanding because you are second-generation Korean-American? So... When you guys are together and they come to visit, is I keep going back to cutting fruit. I know it's so stereotypical, but does she expect you to cut quiet and serve it to them, give them tea, or is is no, she, is she very sort of Americanized uh-huh. in that way, even though she's Korean? Korean. Yeah, no, I would say she's very Americanized in her thinking, and she tries not to do any of that mm-hmm. to me. I'm really grateful for that because I'm really bad at cutting fruit too. Oh my goodness, I suck at cutting <laughs> fruit. You know what I cut apples with? A, what? A vegetable peeler. You do? God forbid, like, if... I want to see this. If <laughs> So we're going to Korea on vacation soon. But God forbid, like, my husband's family asked me to cut fruit in a corner. Uh-huh. I would need to be like, 
Do you have a vegetable peeler? Oh it's my so gosh. Yeah. The vegetable peeler that you usually use to peel like, like uh, carrots or potatoes. Carrots and potatoes. Yeah. yeah. You use that? Because I did try using a paring knife, but it's like half of the fruit comes off and there's nothing to eat. My husband's like, you know, pe is very expensive and you just cut off like half, half of the, the fruit with the skin. I'm so bad at it. So I just use a vegetable peeler. Okay. It's- when I said I was bad, I meant not as bad as you. <laughs> I mean, that's, I've never heard anyone cut sagwa or pe with a vegetable peeler. I really want to see this, Sharon. Yes. It has to go on a video. It's a means to an end. My kids get healthy fruit at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how the skin has been peeled off. We should do a sagwa face-off. Yes. Like a peeling face-off, just for funsies. Oh my gosh. I we would, should do... I would that should be um, a ginger and ginseng challenge. challenge. Like, how do you cut your sagwa? Yes. Or how do you cut your apple or pear or pear, whatever? That is so funny. That would be so funny. Okay, I have a, another K-drama cheesy question for you. Okay. What do you call your husband? Like... Do you guys say Yabo Tangshin Chagi? Oh my gosh, that's so cute. We do, my husband calls me Yobo. Yeah, I call him Opa. Wow. Let me just tell you, I'm not the type of girl that ever called anyone Opa. I didn't grow up to random yeah. people, older guys that were older than me. Oh, Opa, Papsajo. I never, yeah. that's like so disgusting and gross to me. <laughs> He's the one and only guy that I ever called Opa and will ever call Opa and mm-hmm. have ever called Opa. Okay. Yes. So, yes, I just wanted to throw that out there. And I think what's cute is my sister-in-law calls my brother-in-law and vice versa in Korea. They're Korean. They live in Korea. They call each other Yobong. <laughs> so this is your sister-in-law calling her husband they call each other not yobo, but in a cute way. The way they do it is they say yobo. That is so cute. It's like so nasally and so funny. And every time I say it, like for fun, I, I just it just I, I don't. She know, sounds like hilarious. she has a lot of aegyo. That's really cute. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, funny story really quick I just shared that we're going to Korea on vacation and my husband was cacao chatting with his cousin mm-hmm. and he didn't know how to type in Korean like my wife wants to do this he was asking about like this activity he didn't know how to type in waifu so he I kid you not he typed in chipsaram house oh person and he's cracking up by that himself that is so old school I know he was cracking up by himself and I said what's so funny and he goes I didn't know how to say wife in Korean so I just wrote chipsaram and it's oh my so gosh. I cringe when I hear that word because it literally translates, <laughs> translates into house you person are, you are the very opposite you're pakate <laughs> saram yes always out and about yeah with your career full-time job yeah and all that. but it's just like he's laughing by himself he goes, I, and he's like giggling he's like i just called you a chip oh my goodness well we just exposed a lot about our husbands we and did. about our marriages and this has been fun but you know let's give some praise to our husbands you yes. know they've been so supportive of us doing this podcast and letting us share about them so um how about just three things that you um, admire about your husband. It has nothing to do with him being Korean-Korean, okay. but just three things you admire about him. Uh, I like how he is... He As a husband and as a father, he has chegingam. So, um, and I also like the fact that when we go camping or when we're in a dangerous situation because he has that military training, mm-hmm. uh, nothing faces him and he kind of steps it up as a man. And I do appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I give him lots of props for after coming to the United States, mm-hmm. he surrendered a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, the things that he grew up with, like culturally, sure. he let go. And now, like, I just love living with him. 
He's so great. I love he has that. the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, you know, my husband is such a hard worker and he really pursues excellence in whatever he does, whether it's his career, whether it's being a dad or serving at the church, whatever it is, I feel like he never, um, if I can just say it, like half-asses anything. And I really admire that about him. And at the same time, he also leaves his negative emotions at the door. And what I mean by that is when I'm stressed, the whole house knows that I'm stressed. It's so bad. You know, they could just sense that I'm tense. Mm -hmm. My husband, I don't know if he had a bad day at work. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's stressed at work because he leaves it out the door. Wow. And when he's home, he's just appa. That's great. Yeah. And he's just timing an appa, right? Mm -hmm. We're raising two boys. And so like my older son isn't a handball lately. So I have to hear over and over the ball being bounced against the wall. It's driving me crazy lately, but I don't say anything about it because it's dad time Uh and they're having so much fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't, I have not met your husband in person yet. You have not met mine. No. I mean, we have so to So after this happen. episode, we will do a double date. Oh, we do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So why don't we talk about the ginger and ginseng challenge, challenge for, for this, this episode? Great. So if you look on Instagram and you look at the post for this episode, you will see a picture of two very yummy Korean, Korean and Korean American men. And it's Kwon Sang who I love, and Daniel Day Kim. (laughs) So our challenge for this week is to post a photo of your ideal Korean-American or Korean-Korean man. And this is all for just silly fun. We're talking about looks. Who are you attracted to? What yes. do I call that in Korean? It's, it's called Isangyong. Yes, I yeah. hear Who's that on Reddit. This is like a normal question that everyone asks in Korean, mm-hmm. uh, in Korea, regardless of you're single or married. Mm-hmm. Like, what was your Isangyong? What's your Isangyong? Yes. So, if you want to participate, post a photo, and you're going to hashtag Ginger and Ginseng challenge. challenge. Yes. So right. that's challenge number one, and, and I do want to do that spontaneous challenge number two mm-hmm. of how we cut apples. Yeah. I want to see yours. You have to hashtag Ginger Ginseng a challenge and do a, do one about how you cut your apples. I need to see this vegetable peeler action thing. Yes, and just see the core that's remaining <laughs> if I use the paring knife. <laughs> all right. All right. I think that wraps up today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening to Ginger and Ginseng from Mighty Fortress Press. We hope that through our conversations, you felt energized, encouraged, and entertained. And if you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a comment on our Instagram at Ginger and Ginseng Podcast. Signing off, this is Sharon, your ginger. And this is Eunice, your ginseng. Until next time, fighting!